Welcome to the Here on Speakerphone podcast, a podcast about two women celebrating the good days and navigating the hard days in the corporate world. Join us as we try to figure it out. And by the way, you're on speakerphone. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Your On Speakerphone podcast. You're on with Taylor and Deborah. I'm Taylor. I'm Deborah. And it's just us today, guys. But we have a very exciting holiday <laughs> edition of Your On Speakerphone for all of you as our Christmas gift, Hanukkah gift, holiday extravaganza gift to all of you. Right, Deb? Absolutely. I was trying to see how many different holidays you were going to throw out there. You came up with two. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what other holidays are there? I got nervous and blind because what else is new? Um, I'm not good on the spot. So today, guys, I'm sure if you follow our Instagram, which you should if you don't already, we posted. Hey, Taylor, five- real quick. Um, what's our Instagram handle? Mm-hmm. At, you're on speakerphone. I'm so proud of you. Is that it? I get it right. All the time, guys. It's, it's a miracle I remember the name of our podcast, let alone our Instagram handles our hashtags, all of the above, not my gift. That's why Deborah's in charge of everything, and I'm just her trusty sidekick. And funny enough, our Instagram, our hashtags, it's all the same thing. <laughs> you have one thing to remember. Okay, this isn't like a roast. This isn't like a holiday roast. Oh, like, better idea. Get out of the oven. <laughs> Scratch the questions. Roast of Taylor. Happy freaking Christmas. <laughs> let's just circle back here real quick. That Let's talk a little bit about the slides that you posted. We mm. shared some information. We asked what you guys wanted to hear. And I think the number one thing that everyone wants to know, Deborah, is why are you such a bad driver? Okay. <laughs> All right. So listen, like, this is not a secret. I am self-admittedly the worst driver ever and I'm gonna blame it on the fact that I drive like four hours a day and I remember we I let you drive one time (laughs) and we almost rear-ended not one but two cars (laughs) so this isn't anything new I would just like to talk to the person who taught you to drive because I have some serious concerns all right so mom dad if you're listening to this Taylor's shitting on you (laughs) But no, yeah, so I drive a lot um, back to, you know, my side of the story. Um, and as a result, I feel like I'm just on autopilot, like 24-7, like I arrive at locations. No idea how I got there. No recollection of the past hour and a half. So as a result, a lot of times things like deer, trash cans. Stop signs. The occasional stop sign just suddenly are in my path and me completely zoning out just doesn't have you know that that quick what what I'm what's the word I'm looking for you're not presenting a very strong case here but what I find even odder about your driving history is that not only is it living things that you hit and kill but it's inanimate objects as well that are rooted in the ground do you want to talk about that one done yeah, so probably then the worst of all was the stop sign, which I hit in a parking lot, my own store's parking lot. That was empty. An empty park. No, that's the story. So again, 5 a.m., Deborah shows up to her parking lot. Deborah is only about like 22 years old at this time. She's a fairly small female. Um, it's 5 a.m. and I'm going into my store to open all by myself and there's this car in the parking lot. And so I didn't want to walk into the store by myself with a car in the parking lot because someone could jump out of the car and put me in their car and then 
take me to their torture dungeon to literally kill me or worse, who knows? So as a result, I was driving forward while looking backward, (laughs) first mistake, at this car and a stop sign appeared. It doesn't appear. It's always been there, Deb. You saw it every day. A stop sign jumped out into my car's presence up on a curb and my car went over said curb and into the stop sign and that was definitely the worst one of all like the crunch I still hear from time to time in the back of my head so long story short and really I guess the moral of the story here is if you see Deborah on the road just avoid her at all costs if you see her in the left lane go as far right as you can like, I will never offer to drive. Like, I mean, I will drive. I drive a lot. But, like, for your own safety, I will always let you drive. <laughs> so, sorry if this story is very boring, but just Deborah sucks at driving. And if I'm going to get roasted, I'm going to roast her right back. And that's what got the most traction on our story. So, there you go, everybody. <laughs> Stay away from Deborah on the road. There we go. So, right. in the spirit of giving, we thought we would give you guys some more information about us. So, give the people what they want, Taylor. Give the people what they want. So Deborah, who does all of the heavy lifting of this podcast, has mm-hmm. found her favorite questions. She's highlighted them in a beautiful Google document, and she's going to start out by asking them. We'll give you our completely honest answers, and hopefully you'll giggle. Take all it right. away, Deb. So Taylor, the people want to know, um, how, like, what's the full story of how your on speakerphone came to be? So I know we like, kind of talked about it being like a call and like a joke and things like that. So I was driving, I was on a, we were like in a really long car ride and I think it started off as like a rant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were both like kind of going off and like waxing poetic, if you will, about work and like theories about, you know, women in work. And at one point you said like, oh my God, I wish we could record this mm-hmm. and share it. Cause it's actually like really good, helpful advice we think. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, we should totally have a podcast. And I think we even like jokingly said like, we should call it your on speakerphone. No, 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 no. You're wrong. No, is that what happened? Okay. So anyway, we continued the conversation and then I like got to wherever I was going and we hung up and I randomly get this text that just says, call me from Deborah, <laughs> which was terrifying. I'm like, who died? Like, what? are you in, are you hurt? So I freak out. I call her and I was like, what's wrong? What's going on? And she was like, you know how we talked about starting that podcast? I think we should do it. To which I said, you're fucking kidding me. Um, that this is what she said, call me about, but if you want to pick it up from there, then. Yeah. So I was actually off that day, I think. And I was like, pacing in my backyard for some reason. Cause it was, it was like the height of COVID. It was. Um, so like off days were precious <laughs> and I'm like just pacing in my backyard and some I'd gotten some call that had pissed me off and so obviously Taylor and I are like ranting and talking about it and whatever and I get off the phone and I'm still pacing because I'm angry and I got to thinking like literally the conversation that Taylor and I just had was so helpful and we have those conversations on a daily basis And I feel like we get into these like talk show host personalities or we're on the phone where we're like, so tell me what you think about this. And I don't know. It's, it's not just like two friends bitching to each other. It's like two friends actually like having insightful conversations because we're so insightful. We are. We're amazing. But like actually good conversations, you know? 
Yeah. So um, I got off the phone and I was thinking, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I love the podcasts where um, like I listen to a lot about entrepreneurs and business and things like that, but, but I don't, I'm not an entrepreneur. And I always think the advice on those is really great and helpful, but I saw kind of like a white space in the podcasting industry because yeah, I, I like that stuff and it's helpful, but it's not always 100 a tangible takeaway because as much as I would love to completely make my own schedule and do whatever the hell I want, that's just not the case because I work for a corporation um, and I have to work within their, their rules at a certain point. And I think that the majority of people out there aren't entrepreneurs. They, they work for someone else. So afterward, I, I got off the phone with Taylor and I, or I got off the phone and I called her, well, she called me back after I scared her shitless. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was a miss. My bad. Yeah. Big mess. Oops. Um, but when she called me back, I basically just like went into this huge tangent of, Hey, I think there's this white space. I listen to a lot of podcasts. We are fairly young professionals. However, the amount that you and I have learned in four years is the amount that I think most people, you know, learn in a job in 10 years because the, the position we're in is just so, um, heightened and so, um, like sped up that you get into a high management position so quickly. Um, so I think we have, you know, a lot to say that typically if you listen to a corporate podcast, it's going to be someone in like their fifties or sixties, who's done a lot of things and seen a lot of shit. Um, but I feel like we've seen a lot of shit in four years. <laughs> literal shit. <laughs> like, like sometimes. Like sometimes uh, it's literal shit. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, listen, I wish that when I was, you know, 21, 22 doing internships and, you know, starting my first job, I had someone who was kind of, you know, a couple of years ahead of me who could give me some advice on what to do. Um, kind of like an older sister. Cause I don't have sisters <laughs> or older brothers. I'm oldest. So I don't know. I wish I had someone like that. Um, and so I basically pitched it to Taylor and I said, no. And she said, no, hundred percent. No, she actually quite freaked out quite freaked out. Yeah. The thought of it just terrified me on so many levels. (laughs) I was like, everyone's going to hate me. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to sound stupid. All this stuff. I was like, you can't, I was like, here are all, and then I like, then Deborah kept pushing because that's what she does. And I just kept thinking, okay, here are the rules that we have to follow. And there was a very strict set of rules that we had to follow. If we're doing this, we're going to have a business plan. It's going to look professional. We're not going to name where we were. We're not going to like give specific details. We're not gonna like like we had like I had like a list. She had like, a freaking like, like she <laughs> she was, we can't down. talk about anything bad. It would have been like a pamphlet, like <laughs> huge list of rules. And I'm just like over I said, there, very like, risk okay. adverse. <laughs> very risk adverse. Yeah, very risk adverse. Um, and so finally I was like, listen, yeah, like I, I don't care. Like we can do all your rules, that's fine. But like I think we have something. Um, and so then we kind of just launched into, you know, we did want to take it seriously, like I said. Um, so there was like a good amount of planning and preparation that went into it ahead of time. Um, and it's all what, two, three months. Yeah, I think so. Part of it because it was the height of COVID-19 and we were so busy, um, and we don't live near each other. Um, but we kind of just jumped into it then. Um, and soon enough it was launch day. And obviously, I mean, for those of you guys who have listened from the start, 
it's evolved and pivoted and changed. And I'm sure it's going to change in, you know, next year also. We have a lot of ideas, but I think that's having something that's completely yours, even especially if you work in a corporate environment, is so rewarding and so much fun, especially when it has like a creative side to it. Like podcasting is fairly creative. Um, yeah. And I think for two super type A people who work in a, you know, work 50, 60 hours a week in a very type A environment, it was like just the outlet we needed. All right. I like this one because I think it's good for 2020. Taylor, on a scale from one to 10, how excited are you about life right now? <laughs> I would say I'd give it a solid six. Oh, that's honestly better than I thought you were going to say. Like, it's not that bad. Do I wish we weren't living in a pandemic in the year of 2020? Totally. Uh, but, you know, I'm very fortunate. I have a good family. I have a good job. Um, I just got my hair done. So <laughs> life is good. Deborah, what's one thing people, most people don't know about you? I think one thing that people don't know about me is how much of an introvert I am. I am such an introvert, like such an introvert, but like, I like hanging out with people, but like I get, you know how they say like introverts get like really exhausted when they're around like a lot of people. Like there's definitely like, like you and like people where that doesn't happen. Like once I get to like a certain level with people, like they don't drain my energy, but like being around a large group of people, I get so exhausted and need to like cocoon myself for how do we do that at work we deal with so many mm. people on a day-to-day basis yep that's why like I don't do anything after work except like go to the gym and like not talk to people <laughs> you have to recharge your batteries all so, right goodbye. this one I love okay. so um if you were to die tomorrow who do you want to write your obituary this is very morbid for a holiday episode Jesus <laughs> um happy birthday Jesus <laughs> I would say Deborah, maybe you. I honestly you would take it so serious. Yeah, you would take it so seriously. And there'd be like a nice antidote in there. It would be like really touching. You wrote a really nice caption for my birthday. So I, did. I think that would translate to also a really nice obituary. I was honestly gonna pick you. I was like, who would make it like not sad at all, but just like friggin' hilarious? Taylor Valenta. <laughs> well, it's good to know. Um if this is our last will and testament as this episode, I would like everyone to know that we have each other's back in this. Both, Nobody worry. <laughs> All right. Oh, this was fun. Um, what is the most adventurous thing you've done in life? I'm pretty boring. Um, I know my personality is pretty fun and fiery, uh, but when it comes to risk taking, I'm pretty out. So let me think here. Oh, I went um, zip lining in Costa Rica, probably the sketchiest place you could. Um, <laughs> Like, like, I'm not kidding you. Like, there were cables that weren't always attached to you while you were like, very, very yes. high up. And I forget very often that I'm afraid of heights. Like, I'm very afraid of heights, but I mm. don't remember that until I'm already up high. And then you don't have a choice. So I would say for me, that was pretty adventurous. I went outside my comfort zone and it was a very cool memory. How about you, Deb? I want to be like really basic and be like, oh, when I went skydiving. But honestly, I don't think that is because that was like a very safe, controlled environment. I mean, it was really freaking fun, but I think the most adventurous thing I did was I got lost in the bush in Australia and sliced my foot open wading through a river and then had to hitchhike home. (laughs) And now looking back on that, like when it was happening, like my friends and I were just trying to like get home before dark and we were literally like three hours from home. 
but looking back, I, like, so easily could have just, like, been murdered that day, and I'm so happy to be here today with you, but that was really freaking fun. <laughs> we're, it's so funny to me, I don't talk about this all the time, but we're so different. I would never be in a position ever in my life where that could happen to me, ever, ever. <laughs> I would be the person in the, I would be in the group being like, guys, this is a bad idea. Like, we shouldn't be this far away. Hey, but no, like, okay, like, we didn't go into, we did not, we went out to one of the, like. I wouldn't be in the bush. I hate nature. Okay. Well, I don't. And we went out being like, oh, we're going to go hiking to this waterfall that you could like jump off of in one of the national parks. Ended up getting totally lost. Hence, found these people who helped us wade through a river um, where I cut my foot like in half on one of the rocks so then you had to pack it with sand <laughs> and then we ended up jumping off the waterfall which was really fun so at least we got to do it but then we realized we had so to get there we had taken a train a boat <laughs> and then walked through the bush <laughs> but then we found people that picked us up and took us home because we hitchhiked which apparently is also illegal in australia sorry australia my bad um but we made it home safe and i walked in to the pharmacy with my foot bleeding everywhere and the woman looked at me like what has happened to you like i think she thought i was like came out of someone's basement (laughs) like they were holding me hostage (laughs) but that was like the funnest day of my life that was so much fun (laughs) it was such different definitions of fun like very very opposite but that's okay that's what makes our partnership that's what, so yeah you need you need different people in your life all right taylor how would you describe yourself in three words um fun sassy mm. <laughs> start rapping mm. and i would say smart except that i can't do math so bad at math so bad like really so bad at math bad. okay so what are your three um i would say compassionate sarcastic yes <laughs> and resourceful um, I feel like I am not always the smartest person in the group but like I can get shit like I am freaking resourceful like I get shit done you'll figure it out yeah, yeah. I agree all right last question oh god here she goes what are you most excited about for 2021 I am excited for some hope I think right now it's just been a really dark year for a lot of people and there's definitely been some highs and some good things that have come out of this year. Um, There's a lot that I'm grateful for this year, but I'm really tired (laughs) and (laughs) I'm ready just to have some light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccine coming out. I'm excited um, just for things to be able to start reopening again. There's so many people out there struggling. I'm excited um, just for some hope and some lightness and to just like laugh again and not have everything be so heavy. So I'm really excited for that. How about you? Well, I'm excited for movie theaters to open again. (laughs) What an oddly specific thing. Deborah, continue. I love going to the movies. Like, I go by myself, and I miss it so much. I miss it so much. Um, But other than that, if I have to get deep like Taylor did, um, no, I think I'm excited to see, like, honestly, like, just what's in store, because I, maybe to be a bit more pessimistic, but... I feel like things aren't going to ever go back to the way they were in 2019. Like, yeah, I think things are going to get better in the sense of like, hopefully people like less people are dying and you can hug your grandma again, like excited for that. Um, And stuff like that. But I don't think 
like, yeah, I think we're going to move forward and things will get like better. But I don't think, I think a lot of people say, oh, I can't wait for things to go back to how they were. I don't think that's going to happen. I think too, whenever we talk a lot about everything going back to the way it was, and I don't know if I want that necessarily, because I think there's a lot that we learned this year. There's a lot that we all became more grateful for, more aware of. I think we, a lot of us became more caring, kind, compassionate individuals because you're forced to look at, you know, just so much ugliness Mm -hmm. and hardship. And I think that I hope this year taught us a lot that we can then take and use going into the future and that it it does present somewhat normally again and we can go out and be on crowds and not have to wear masks and go to a bar and dance on the bar with our friends like I miss that more than anything dancing on bars okay or like on a stage or like an elevated surface I am now a blonde white girl but I would say um you know I'm as much as I miss all of that stuff I just I hope we do take a lot of the lessons of 2020 it's like showed us and we make some good out of the bad because it's it's just been brutal 2021 if you're listening i will take like a less volatile year professionally personally all of the things (laughs) like i could just like take i could just like take a breather that'd be like totally cool um but um i get like on that note this has been like the most wild year and like honestly I feel like everyone says that, but one of the hardest years of my life. And I think one of the things that has been like such a light and so fun during this year has been this podcast. Yes, um, and I think like speaking for both of us, we are just so, 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 so um, thankful for everyone who like takes time to listen to us because I don't know why you do that. <laughs> yeah, me either. But I love that you do. It's so much fun. It's so fun to just hear the different perspectives and the women that we've had on the podcast too. I'm so incredibly grateful for their Mm -hmm. perspectives and them sharing their stories with us and their struggles. And it has opened my eyes in so many ways. And I hope it's opened all of our listeners' eyes as well, that we're all just out here doing the best we can. And we have to give ourselves grace because we don't really have an option. Mm -hmm. Um, The standard is so hard to hit and no one's doing it well. everyone's trying their best and Mm -hmm. you know when we talk about giving ourselves grace grace giving others grace it's just I think it's huge and I I really believe it's life-changing and I'm just so thankful that we created this and we got to do this and we got to just see how it impacted other people and um, to feel the support of our listeners has just been incredible and our friends and our family and I'm just so excited to keep doing this and to make it even bigger and better and to hear everyone's input because it's so much fun. And I hope that it's just also helpful and helping others, you know, navigate kind of the obstacles that we see. And also that we're really truly celebrating the good stuff too. Like we can't forget to do that. Yeah. Well, on that note, guys, we hope that you guys have a great holiday season. We hope you stay. And a safe one. I was going to say, we hope you are happy we hope you stay healthy um and we are signing off for the last time for 2020 but we will see it in the new year so we're gonna hang up now bye guys have a great year and happy holidays (laughs) happy holidays hey guys if you liked this episode we have a quick favor to ask please go ahead and rate us and leave us a review on either itunes or spotify and we will see you in a couple weeks